No, 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 JP, JP, JP. There's only one question for you, man. Should the beaches be open on the 4th of July? Um, I guess maybe we ought to start the show. Okay. Welcome everybody to the Old Titans. We're up to episode 30. Wow. We, we've grown up quite a bit. We have. Kind of cool. Not close to our age yet, but we're getting there. Hey, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, yeah, we'll have to do something when it hit, the episode numbers hit each of our ages. That'll be kind of a special, weird anniversary episode, I guess. It will be, yes. Yeah, that's Probably. it. All right, so um, if that opening was kind of odd, that's because it's going to lead into some of our topics here, but... Um, yeah. In the meantime, let's start the way we always do. Well, first, probably by introducing ourselves. In case you don't know, this is John Paul. The one and only B-Man. And now, the B-Man. Question of the week. Easy question. What is your go-to movie for the 4th of July? What movie do you watch this time of year? Um, it's actually a pretty easy, pretty easy one for me. You'll, me make, you'll make fun of me. I, I, I'm I, sure I will. I'm guessing that. Because it's a movie I watch at 4th of July. I'll watch at Christmas. Thanksgiving. Valentine's Day, George Washington's birthday. I'll, I'll watch this movie quite a few holidays. So it's not really a Fourth of July movie. It, it is. It is. Okay. It has a moment in there. It's Holiday Inn. And Holiday Inn. It, if you think about it, me and you met in the hotel business, actually. Right. That, that's where we first met. Um, the Holiday Inn chain actually got its name from the Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire movie, Holiday Inn, which was Bing Crosby, as a performer, decides to leave the, you know big-time shows and such in New York, go out into the countryside and open up an inn that's only open on holidays. And it's a musical and has song and dance numbers. Fred Astaire, you got to have dance numbers, um, including, of course, Fourth of July. He had a couple of good numbers on Fourth of July. It was a big turning point in the story. Really? So that's, um, if you haven't seen it... I still won't watch it, probably. You might not, and you'll probably make fun of me on it, but honestly, it, it is... A lot of fun. It is well, a cool movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, part of me was afraid you wouldn't see Twilight. I'm glad you did not see Twilight. There's nothing 4th of July about Twilight. I need this holiday in, apparently. Other than it takes place part of 4th of July. There's only one answer to this question, John Paul. And it's not Independence Day. Not I'm Independence glad you didn't say Day. that. I thought, I, you know, I'm glad It's actually it. named, you know, 4th of July there, Independence Day. Yeah, but that movie was kind of cheesy. I, think I, I, never saw the re- I never saw the sequel. No desire to see the sequel. I haven't seen the sequel yet. There's just one movie. That is the, one of the classic, one of the greatest movies of all time. Steven Spielberg in its heyday, John Williams, Chief Brody, Jaws. Jaws is the 4th of July movie. Jaws the Revenge, right? No, not Jaws. No, no Jaws no, the Revenge no. never happened. <laughs> that's a bad dream of yours. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, there are two Jaws movies, and that's it. That, that's it. Those three. Okay, well, three, I'll go with three, simply the fact they tried the 3D effect. It, if you were... Old enough to go to the theater and put on the cheesy paper red and blue screen 3D glasses and watch Jaws 3 in 3D. Little did I actually think about this with me fun. and Jaws, actually, because Jaws yeah. takes place in Amity, yeah. which I believe is Massachusetts. Because they always make fun of the Cape Cod accent and they listen to Cape Radio and Cap Hawk. Uh, and I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah, and I'm blanking on the name of the town. That's Amity terrible. Island. Well, no, no, in yeah. the, the real world when that they filmed Martha's it. Martha's Um Yes, I think it's yes. it. Yeah, there you go. Which, again, Massachusetts. Yeah, so. So, um, you know, it takes place there. In Jaws 3, they filmed in Orlando, in SeaWorld. You've been Which, ironically, I was at SeaWorld as a kid, and a lot of things that couldn't go wrong were closed because Jaws 3 was filming at the time. Well, that's 
So it's kind of cool in a way. That's both cool and sad that you couldn't yeah. go and that you were there for that. But Charles the Wee, it wasn't a good movie. I no, no. That freely. Yeah. Now it it did have you know at least you know Louis Gossett Jr. Right. Any movie that has Louis Gossett Jr. and it's worth watching just for him. And actually another guy too. I've got um, what's his name? I can't. Dennis. Whatever. Dennis Quaid. Yes. Was that yeah. Yeah. that? yeah. Yeah. One of the brothers. I think he's one of the brothers. Yeah. And um, you know, Jaws one was amazing, and two was a good solid follow up. I thought two was. You know, two it, was, it was it was not Godfather two to Godfather one. It was not Empire Strikes Back to Star no. Wars, but it wasn't as good. But it was fun. Yeah, it was not Highlander two to Highlander one. <laughs> you really had to spend your belief in Jaws two. Jaws one, you still had to do it, but not as bad. Jaws two, you really had to go yeah. an extra mile to suspend your belief. But yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, three, they tried the three um, D effects, and um, it just didn't work out. But new, you know, new setting in three D. Yeah, and Jaws four right. is so horrible. He follows him from Amity to Bahamas because he's that upset at him. I honestly can't remember anything of Jaws four. Except the opening. I mean, just the opening, like, ten seconds and I'm done. I can't remember anything else. <laughs> I said, Michael Caine, well, he might be fully he, he ate a He ate a plane, John Paul. Granted, <laughs> in Jaws 2, he ate a helicopter, so I guess it works the same. Yeah. But, but I mean, Jaws. But Jaws, yes. You so. know, and, um, but the good thing about those 3D game, uh, movies, Jaws 3D, was it did have, the same time, Friday the 13th Part 3 came out, which also was 3D. Yeah, there, was a whole, there were three or four 3D movies around the same time. Yeah. And three was the movie Friday the 13th where Jason got his mask. Yeah. So that's kind of a big one to me. And that was fun. Again, some cheesy special effects and just to make you whatever it is. He pops a guy's eye out and the eye comes flying at you. Yeah, that was... That, was, that kind of stuff. They were not the um, best 3D effects. We're not talking Avatar here. No. Um, we might be talking um, Harold and Kumar's 3D Christmas or whatever. Is that a movie? Yeah, yeah. Never saw it. Yeah, it was actually good. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. I never saw any of the Harold Kumar. They, they made... I enjoy... I have to admit, I enjoyed those as stupid, as absolutely stupid as they are. I enjoyed those movies for some unknown reason. Maybe because Neil Patrick Harris is in them, and he made the movies. But the third one, they were very aware of what they were doing movie-wise, 3D-wise. My wife actually bought me that on DVD years ago. I never watched it. You, I think you have to have seen the first two before you watch it. Oh, I had the, I had the original movie. Okay, yeah, okay. So anyways, um, yes. So let's move on to the news, and we're going to come back to something you mentioned just then. All right. Just a moment for our main topic of today. But in the news this week, um, well, I can't not mention it. Wonder Woman this past weekend passed Man of Steel. In fact, last Thursday, before the weekend got here, passed Man of Steel's domestic gross. And over the weekend, passed its, I think, um, international gross. Mm-hmm. So Wonder Woman has now beaten Superman. Um, and at the pace it's on... By this weekend, and definitely by July 4th, no question, but by this weekend probably, domestically, it's going to pass both Suicide Squad and Batman vs. Superman. So Wonder Woman will be the number one DC Extended Universe movie domestically. It should be, because it was the best. Yeah, now internationally, those two did much better internationally than it's doing. It's doing great international, but for whatever reason, they they did a much bigger... Um, percentage of their profits there so i don't know i i can't predict if it'll pass those internationally or not but you know it's um it's definitely set up the rest of the movies well okay so we'll see how it goes um on the flip side not only is that good news but here's another one that you'll find good news your favorite person in the world michael bay a little bit of michael bay news transformers opened this weekend bombed didn't it 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 came in number one but not as good. It, it is the lowest that it's ever opened in the entire franchise history. Um, the entire five days did not hit $100 million. Um, 
it's on you know without the international it would be considered the biggest bomb you know Michael Bay's probably ever had um, with the international it'll it'll make money but I'm wondering what this will do for the Bumblebee spinoff if they'll actually get to kill it I hope so I hope they do yeah I, they don't need any more this needs to be the last the first one was good and even the first one was I, I liked it but the story was terrible and it, it wasn't yeah it wasn't good one. the first one was neat to see pseudo-realistic giant robots yeah, transforming like how much we've evolved since the cartoon yeah, yeah. Um, what I want them to do is let this be the last movie cancel Bumblebee wait somewhere between 5 and 10 years 10 is okay reboot it with a different director somebody who has an eye for back to the animated series and especially the original animated movie and do it right okay um, the only thing by then you're probably not going to have the same voice for Optimus Prime but if everything else about the movie is better, then yeah, then I, agree. I agree. Um, then a couple of little TV news um, bits. Uh, Preacher season two came back last night. Did you watch uh, it? I have not watched. it. I'm watching it tonight. Uh, I love season one. Did you watch? I watched the first few, and unfortunately, my wife lost interest in the show. And when she loses interest, I kind of just that's it. Huh? That's it for me. But I, it's on Netflix, I believe. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna go back and watch that now. Yeah, it was. I, I love the comic. Fun. I love the comic. Yeah. Um, I will say it was a little. It was not uneven as in good and bad. It was uneven as in some were great and some were just okay. Right. Um, I enjoyed the whole season. There were one or two that, eh. How long was the season? 13? Uh, eight to 12 okay. episodes. I don't know, somewhere in that general range. Just like a Netflix type series. Okay. Except this is on AMC. Uh, but anyway, so it came back. And um, it was also a prequel. The season one was also a prequel to the comic. I believe season two is supposed to pick up more or less where the comic was. I believe. Since I never actually read the comic, I can't tell you if that's true or not. I'm just going based on what I've read. And the last bit of news, the Inhumans, which I think you have zero interest in. If I Zero interest. But they're coming. Of course, they've already been in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the um, the royal family, um, the Inhumans, which I don't Honestly, from the little bit I've read, Fantastic Four and Inhu- Inhuman stuff on um, the comics, I didn't know there were other Inhumans outside the royal family. I really had no idea there were. I just, I'll admit that bit of. Um, I'm actually right ignorance. there with you. This is news to me. Yeah, so there's no a whole lot of them. No lock. I don't think there's going to be a lockjaw on this, but I could be wrong. They, they might need, be doing lockjaw. They need lockjaw. They, they should do lockjaw, and they can do it. I mean, if you can do Gorilla Grodd, if you can do other stuff like that, you can do lockjaw. Um, but anyway, September 29th is when that comes out. So we've, you know, right in the middle of the new TV season. Uh, I believe it's only an eight episode. Um, season, which that's that's a good sign. Usually, if it's shorter like that, it's more compressed. Um, they can focus and have just one story. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Right now, I'm planning on watching the first one. We will see as we get closer and get to see the trailers and such. All right. All right. Good news. Yeah, mostly good news. Mostly yeah. good news. Michael Bay bombed. That's, uh, I, that's, that's the greatest news thing ever. Week. There we go. All right, so main topic. Do you want to tell everybody what our main well, topic you is? Go ahead, Jumpo. It's you your sure? idea. It's your idea. Well, you've been telling everybody sort of about it all weekend. On, on Twitter, I mentioned it a few times. And a few? What, three times, I think I said? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Count. I didn't and we are on Twitter, time. by the way. Old Titans Twitter podcast, yeah. Yes, yes. So anyways, Friday the 13th, you know, you and I grew up in those movies. Oh, yeah. Correct? We 1980 loved is the first one, yep. Oh, yeah, we loved them. Big part of my history growing up. I love horror movies, and that was really one of the basis of that yep 
Friday the 13th, Nightmare, those two movies in particular. Right. Uh, they released a video game, PS4, Xbox One, PC, that kind of stuff. I don't really game that much, unfortunately, anymore. Yeah, I just look at the time, I too. I don't either, yeah, time. You know how it is. You have a six short of the house. I, I would love to play a Friday the 13th game for, like, one evening. Yeah. And be done. But other than that, you know. Well, the game came out, and the first week came out, we had a mutual friend, Shocky, who plays it. He's been on the show a few times. Loves horror. Loves horror, more than us. Yes. And we love horror. Um, but I heard it was glitchy, buggy, that kind of stuff. I'm not going to try it. He convinced me to try it last week. Um, probably on Thursday, I think, when I finally bought it. 40 bucks, no big deal. So it's, not, it's not a dirt cheap game, but it's not one of the $60, 70 $80 yeah. games. Yeah. Okay. Because games these days, you'd buy like $80 games and buy like 20 bucks in download consoles. Just, yeah. nah. Anyways, so I bought it. I haven't played this game all weekend. So I'm going to bed like worth. 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, you got your money's worth out of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In the first weekend alone. Okay. And it's really a mindless game where pretty much there's no story backstory other than you know the backstory already. Okay, well, here. For the, for the viewers who have, or listeners who have never watched a Friday the 13th, let's give them like the one-minute rundown. Jason kills people. He kills the counselors. <laughs> All right. So Camp Crystal Lake is this yes. camp for kids out in the middle of the woods in some state. Do they ever even say what state it's in? You know, I think they might have mentioned it. I'm saying Jersey at the top of my head, but I'm not sure. But So, okay. So it's somewhere north of where we're sitting right now. Right. Which is not hard since we're in Florida. Right. So somewhere north of us um, is this camp. Um... The first movie kicks off that the camp has been closed for some time because of a incident in the past where a kid died at the camp, and so they closed the camp down. And now a counselor is coming back to reopen it, and every sequel is similar in that they're trying to reopen the camp or something along those lines. Um, and Jason is the kid who died, and he's now grown up and is a serial killer, and there's a supernatural element to it. It and is it, New Jersey, by the way. Yes. Okay, it is New Jersey. Good, good. That kind of makes sense. Okay. Um, and you get lots of deaths in yes. every movie. And it's um, been fodder for movies like Scream and others to make fun of and to make all the rules about you know, never go off by yourself, never say I'll be right back. It really was the groundbreaker for that. Yeah. The only one that survives is the virgin. If you have sex, you're going to die. I mean, all of those elements are yes. in there. Um, so now there's a game based in that setting. So yeah. how does it compare to the movies? It's, that's the thing is, to me, it's mindless. It's complete mindless fun. Like the movies. Like the movies, okay. yeah. You just throw away all sense of reality, all sense of common sense, okay. and just have fun. So are you a counselor? Or you need a player as a counselor. You have up to seven counselors, uh, eight counselors, I believe, and one Jason. Okay. You can play either one. You can play Jason? You can play Jason. Oh, uh-huh. I can play Jason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you can't play like a kid at the camp? No. You can play either one of the counselors. Counselors can call Tommy Jarvis. He can come in and help you out. Um, there's ways to escape. You either call the police. Can you play the old man? Every movie no. has the old, old homeless man. man on a bike. Not, not as of yet. Okay. You should be able to, though. I wish you could. Yeah, that would be great. Um, and no uh, Mrs. Voorhees either, as of yet. Okay. I wish you could do that one. But you either call the police, and surprisingly, police come in five minutes to save you. That's a pretty good time. Yeah, that's kind of amazing time for police. Well, I mean, considering there's nothing in that area, what else have they got going on? Well, the thing is, you know, you ever call the police in real life, you can get hold for five minutes. Then yeah, mind them coming in five minutes. I, w- I would expect in that area, in real life, if this was really real life, from the pictures and when you watch the movie and the drive they have to make, you're probably talking about a 15 to 30 minute wait if the police dropped everything and you got them in the first few seconds. Yeah. Plus, New Jersey's not going to have them. Yeah. So, sure anyway, yeah. so you, you escape by the boat, a couple cars you can escape, or you just wait out the time. Yeah, don't, don't go on the boat. Don't go on the boat. 
I, I made it on the board a couple times. Yeah, you, you're just asking for Jason for the water. I, I actually you know. felt like a jerk, actually, one time, because people were around me, and I didn't have walkie-talkie on me, so I couldn't radio them. Because it's actually really cool. You're on headsets. So they're close to you in the game. You can talk to them. But they're far away. So this, so this is not just a standalone game, then. This is a massively multiplayer online role-playing oh, yeah. game. You can't, or is it massively multiplayer, or is it just multiplayer? Like, multiplayer. So seven people, eight people? Eight people. Well, yeah. Well, okay. nine, just from Jason. Okay. So it, that's it. So you, it's not like you have hundreds or thousands on there. Right. But they have a cool setup. You get perks and that kind of stuff. But if you're on walkie-talkie and they're far away, you can't talk to them. Yeah. Can you play it standalone? No. You can't play it standalone at Correct. all. Correct. That's the downfall of this game. That does sound like a massive downfall if you can't play it standalone. But overall, I've played it and just nonstop, and I can't stop. I, even right now, I'm talking to you about playing the game. I'm going to go home and play it. You should let me go off with home with Pay okay. so I can play so the game. what if you're somebody who's friendless? Does it match you up with people yeah, you and find you a game? Do that, okay. yeah. right. Unfortunately, you match up with a bunch of jerks. Okay. Well, happens. you know. Well, that happens. It could be Jason, then. Or is it randomly assigned? Randomly assigned. Randomly assigned. So that's when unless you, you Unless you get a private match, they can assign you perfectly. Okay. So Anyways. If, you, if you do have a group of friends, you can pick who you want to be. Right. As long as you all agree or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But again, just the basics is just a lot of fun. So what happens is, I mean, is it basically kind of like a time, is it timed or is it just basically until the last Each person's dead? Each match is 20 minutes long, okay. unless either everybody's dead or everybody escapes from one of the two. Okay. I mean, there's so, been games I play, you call the cops right away and then you escape and wait until they get here. Or right. you just you. All right. So, um, starting picture it, since I'm probably not going to go buy it, even though it sounds like it'd be fun. Let's say... I'm part of this group of eight or nine people, whatever, and I'm mm-hmm. playing, and I'm the first counselor killed, and I'm killed in the first two minutes. Right. Say so I'm that really happens. bad at this. That does yeah. happen. Am I sitting there looking at a blank screen somewhat, you or can, do I get to watch what's going you can, on? I zoom in different players. You can't talk to anybody anymore. So I, can, I can pretend I'm a drone and kind of see yeah. what all is going on. You can scope all the players out, even including Jason himself. Okay. You can't talk to anybody because your microphone's pretty much muted for you unless other people died and they can talk to you again about okay. what's happened. Um, one of the things I hated so you're in the afterlife the, yeah. dr- the drone afterlife okay. now you can come back if somebody calls Tommy Jarvis that happens sometimes and you get to come back one more time okay it's possible a lot of times I don't call him other things happen somebody else can get chosen as him one of the problems I hated with this game was like one time somebody I was with died right away and Shocky's actually playing Jason okay this person just nerd raged out so he's messing Shocky <laughs> but he's hiding it it's like just you ruining the fun for everybody else yeah it's a game. Have fun. Enjoy it. Yeah. If you die right away, just don't. If you don't want to, don't be a jerk. Just leave. Yeah. 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 You know, that happens. But again, uh, aside from that, that's any game. That's not. Hey, that's any game. game at all. Yeah. This is some. That some, sounds cool. Now, yeah. does your setting change any? Is it always the exact same cabins, this lake, Camp lake? There's Pakenak Village. There's a few other villages, Higgins, okay. that kind of stuff, and different do you, settings. Do you get to go to New York? You don't go to Manhattan yeah. as of yet. Space. No, they actually should do a Jason X space one. That would be that would be so cool. Jason X was a bad movie though. because I mean, plus while you're on the spaceship, you have a very defined, you know, hard limit to the walls, more so than in the real world. I mean, if that camp was real, you could just keep walking one direction. If Jason's following somebody else, you just keep going and going and going until you're, you know, in California. Yeah, that's true. On a spaceship. It makes sense that you are locked in here in a certain. They so actually would, do need that Jason next uh, feel right there. That would be that. There's some of your add-ons you can. And you can play as different Jasons. You can play part two Jason, part eight, seven so Jason. Bag in your head, Jason. Yep. Hockey mask, Jason. Hockey mask, Jason. Uh, Jason goes to hell, Jason. Um, each so, one has different abilities and that kind of stuff, or different powers, weaknesses. It's just a fun game. Just add, can I, you play a little kid, Jason? No, no little uh, kid, Jason. Okay. Little kid, Jason didn't do anything. He didn't kill anybody in the first movie. He comes out of the water for a little well, second. You know. And I think that's 
maybe a dream. I'm not really sure. Well, I just ask. You know, it's 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 a legitimate question. Yes, the final scare actually. One of the awesome movies had the final scare. Yeah, yeah. That the there, there are certain things you're always going to get in every Friday the Thirteenth. What Friday? Th- I mean, whether you like them or not, Friday the Thirteenth series did. It was groundbreaking. Yes. It created a bunch of horror movie rules that you need. Yeah. And that was... It wasn't the first one. I it mean, wasn't Michael, the first Michael one. Michael Myers' Halloween was first. I got... You know, right. Granted. And I don't remember if Nightmare or, or uh, Friday the 13th came out first. Night, I think Friday was first. Yeah. I, I want to say it was, but either way, all that aside, it still created a whole lot more... Did Halloween have its final scare? I can't remember. I think, I think hmm. the... Uh, I don't remember. I want to say Luma shot Michael Myers and that was it. Because it's been so long since I've seen Halloween. Well... Halloween 1 and 2 were good. Yeah. Well, 3 was terrible. And then H2O was good. H2O was if, great. If you watch 1, 2, and H2O, and just those are the saga and nothing else, you're it, it's a pretty good story. But I don't remember a lot of details. Um, it's a much more personal story. I mean, you got to... It's, it's not quite the random, wanton, killing spree with... Yeah. Let's see just how creative we can get with this um, hedge trimmer, you know. I mean, probably nothing to do with Michael Myers at all anyway, so... Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't. Know. But yeah, Friday the th- okay. So Friday the Thirteenth. Let's let's shift from the yes. game for a minute okay. to the movies. Yes. All right. So there've been twelve movies to date, including that, the remake and yeah, Jason including X. everything. And, and, but, so there are, I guess, ten that are in order mm-hmm. as part of the official saga. Right. Then you've got Freddy versus Jason, which brings in the Nightmare on Elm Street connection. I consider that part of the official. Yeah, that was a great part, movie. That was fun, and it really fits in before. Um, Jason X um, timeline wise mm-hmm. um, but you could you can call it standalone you can call it part of it whatever but it, it was meant to be part of the same thing before the reboot and then the reboot happened in 2009 alright so this all started in 1980 and in 2009 and the first several years you had a movie every year every other year right um, the longest gap we had was um, 8 years between 93 and 2001 and right now we're sitting at eight years. And they keep talking and talking and talking about having another movie. And this will be the 13th movie. Which is the perfect time for the movie. Oh, it's perfect. It doesn't look like it's going to happen this year. No. So that means this will be the longest gap since um, the others. And it is since the reboot, which was terrible. I think we both agreed. That yeah, was, the reboot that was good. It, they tried rebooting it using more modern special effects, modern... Um, cinematography methods and acting and harder horror but I don't think people wanted just more gore I don't think that was the point of Friday the 13th it wasn't the more gore it was the creativity and and other things every time what new stuff could we do you were not going to be a comedy like um, Cabin in the Woods but you had to have some fun stuff in there with the remake, I like what they did in the first couple minutes of the remake were pretty much okay they established you wanted Jason everybody wanted Jason the Halloween Mask you wanted that but they didn't throw the fact that Mrs. Voorhees started it. They had her in the movie. And they had to bag Jason for a brief, brief moment. Yeah. And took the hockey mask. So it did start off, you know, it did start off yeah. promising. And this went downhill. Yeah, I, I could only it make it about a third of the way through it. And this is from somebody who sat through um, the New Blood and um, new a couple Blood. other, and Jason Takes Manhattan and so People on. People slammed New Blood. I mean, there are moments in the movie I, I enjoyed. Yeah. It wasn't Jason, which kind of kills you. Like, and they kind of made it obvious who it was. I thought people like, no, yeah. it was ambulance driver. You could see right there. Yeah, it, it was ambulance driver. Yeah, it, that one just. 
I did not enjoy it. It it, it, it seemed to lose the spark. There was something about it that just wasn't there. Part of me wonders, because part, um, part four, I guess, was the final chapter. Yes. I kind of wonder if New Blood was technically supposed to be anybody can be Jason now. He just created this world where anybody can be him. I, yeah, I think that was the... And that created such negative feedback. Yeah. Backlash from that they said, no, go back to Jason. Yeah, their goal was, okay, Jason's done. We can't give reasons why he keeps coming back anymore. They didn't want to go supernatural anymore. They tried it. Yeah. It didn't work. Just right. don't explain it. Just, that's him. That's how, yeah. that's what happens. He comes back. Why is he alive still? Who cares? Doesn't matter. You don't want, I mean, you can't get a good movie, get a good storyline out of it. You're not going to get an Oscar storyline out of no. a Friday 13 movies. No. But you can have moments that are just such such memorable moments that oh, are yeah. fun. I mean, the first movie with mom, you know, the twist with the mom and all was fantastic. Nobody thought saw that coming. Nobody. No, no, it, and it worked perfect. And honestly, you could remake the first Friday the Thirteenth movie as an Alfred Hitchcock style movie, and not make it a slasher gore movie, and make it a psychological suspense thing with that, and it could actually win an Oscar. You know, if Hitchcock was still alive and did something like that. That would be an incredible movie. Absolutely. Um, from two forward, you're probably not going to get that. From two forward, it's slasher movies. Right. Um, two was kind of cool though because you did start getting into a little bit of the mythology and the backstory. You had the adult Jason. You got the the little shack in the woods with mom's head and all that. That was kind of cool. Let's see. The hook for three was a 3D. Right. Mm-hmm. So what was the hook on four? Was it just what did you say? Four just because it's the final. Yeah. Final chapter. Okay. And you had one of the Frog Brothers in it, long before he was one of the Frog Brothers. You did have, uh, yes, Corey Feldman. I can't really say it's a hook, but he's Corey Feldman. You know, that's great. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um, six, it had two hooks. One hook was Jason's back. Right. But the second one was they added a lot more comedy in Six. Six um, was still my favorites. Six was fantastic. Yeah. Six might actually be, of the normal movies, of the ones that are not trying to do something odd, like a Jason X or Freddy vs. Jason, it might be the best made of all of them. And Six establishes yet another part of Jason, which, can you think of what that is? Um, a little bit of the Frankenstein connection when he's brought back well, by Well, that too, yeah. Um, my favorite part, Arnold Horshack being the first one killed in the movie. The thing I'm thinking of what? in part six... What was that? Jason won't kill the kids. He will not kill a little kid. That's true. He has many opportunities to kill kids. Many opportunities. Yeah. Walks right past him sleeping, leaves him all alone. They're under the beds. He knows they're under the beds. Now, that's true. Leaves him alone. That's true. This is the first movie where, not the first movie with a kid in it, but the first movie where the camp finally reopened as a camp for kids. Right. Up until now, they never could get it reopened. Right. They finally reopened it. The kids were there. And that was some of the great comedy, you know, underneath the bed. What, do you so, want, what did you want to be when you grew up? Yeah, what did yeah. you want to be when you grew up? I mean, just, it had Six a lot of great. great lines. And that's why I'm asking you a question here. And Jason and Mrs. Voorhees' minds... Were they really the villains? Um, in her mind, she saw counselors as being completely irresponsible and had left her son to die, and she wanted to punish any of them, whether they were the ones responsible or not. She had completely gone off the deep end from a, you know, she would she'd be able to plead insanity easily if she'd been oh, captured. Absolutely. Because that's, she had gone insane. She was insane. Yeah. She, she could not separate... Um, the people who had done what had been done to her child. No one did it to him, but yes, they had not they were watched him, each right. other and he drowned. They yes. had not watched him carefully enough. Um, but she could not separate that from anyone else who had the same title or uniform or role or whatever. Jason is mentally disturbed in a different way. He was, um, whether he's, they never completely described him, whether he's autistic or, or whatever. 
he did not completely understand right from wrong. Right. And he saw his mom killed and now just lashes out at anyone like that in that kind of role. I can't. I don't think he lashed at anybody. I think Mrs. Like, I watched an interview with Bessie Palmer. Obviously, okay. Well, she died. Not recently. Um, that would be weird. That would be odd. But she said in her mind she was protecting the kids. Because by killing the counselors and keeping the camp closed, no more kids can drown. No more yeah. kids can get harmed. Yeah. So I believe it. She believed that. Yeah. She's still insane. But yeah. Well, she's absolutely insane. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Jason thinks it through like that. But at the same point, with Jason not killing the kids makes me think they're the victims. He's probably saving them right now by killing the counselors. He might be saving those kids. He had many opportunities to kill the kids. If, if, you, take, them if you take the kid piece out, you, you got a point with the kids. If you take the kid piece out, honestly, you can compare this one to Jaws very quick, easily. He's a land shark. He swims, and he kills, and he makes other little sharks. But he didn't make other little sharks. But all he does is walk around and kill. If you take the kid piece out, there's not a whole lot but to you, Jason. But you take it out a big part there, that's the thing. Yeah. Well, starting in movie six. Starting in movie six. But again, he always killed before the kids got there. Yeah. And this part, random question. This is actually just me going way over the, over the line here. Um, okay, you've seen the, all the movies, just like I have. Yeah. Not only does he kill the cop, there's plenty of property damage made in these, oh, yeah. in these cabins, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, when they go back to these cabins, <laughs> they're all perfectly refurbished, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you some, think he would have killed a com- he would have killed a carpenter or something like that? Somewhere else, I, right? I was going to say that is he, he doesn't just ignore kids; he, he ignores blue collar workers. Does he respect them? I guess maybe, but he has to know what's going on at the coming there. Or, or maybe the blue collar workers, the carpenters and plumbers and such of the world, are smart enough not to wander off on their own, not to say "I'll be right back," not to have sex with each other while they're in the middle of carpentry work. I'm guessing they worked during the day and he kills mostly at night. Yeah. So maybe he only works at night, maybe? They went home at night. Yeah, they went home to their families. So maybe yeah. I guess that makes sense in a weird way. It could be, yeah. It, it, it is odd that he respect, seems to respect carpenters, plumbers, and kids. So in your mind, what is the best Friday 13th movie? Okay, you're going to laugh at me? Okay. There's no question Don't say Manhattan. Manhattan. Don't say no, Manhattan. No, no. hated Manhattan. Okay. Manhattan is... The worst one, in my opinion. Absolute worst yeah, one. Just next up there. And, so and, and I'm not counting the, re- the reboot. Right. I'm not counting the reboot. Um, I'd put, Jay- I'd put um, Jason Takes Manhattan at the very bottom and New Blood right above it. Okay. Everything else was more watchable, again, reboot aside. Um, six was probably the best made of all of them. And at one point in time, I would have said six in an instant without even hesitating. And it comes in a very, very, very close second to Jason X. Wow. I love Jason X. I did not see that coming at all. Jason X was made by a couple of guys who love, like us, who love the Friday the 13th movies and decided, let's do something bizarre and out there. Let's throw him into a futuristic sci-fi world and have fun with all of these tropes that, you know, the the don't go off on your own, don't do this, don't do that. Do you remember the tagline for Jason X? Um... It had to have been something that was parody in Alien. Horror gets an upgrade. Oh, horror gets an upgrade. Okay, I yes. assumed it was in space. No one can hear you scream. Parody. It might. Or it might have had it too. No, no. Horror, horror gets an upgrade. upgrade yes. Yeah, um, definitely did. And you had a couple of actresses from um, Andromeda, which was kind of cool. I've only saw Jason next once, so I could have watched that again because I remember being, "What the heck am I watching?" When I saw that. It is just it, you had Lexa Doig as kind of your main protagonist, the main female lead. Um, you had, I can't remember the other actress, actress name, but you had um, her in a reverse role with the other actress where Lexa played the um, ship's avatar and android role on Andromeda. And she was the human on this. 
And in Andromeda, the human kind of leader, main person you're following there, becomes the android in Jason X. So it's okay. kind of a nice twist if you happen to watch both of those things. Um, I don't know. There's, there's just so much fun. I mean, the, on the speaker, the, the main teacher, oh, don't worry, everybody. It's all right. He just wanted his machete back. You know, there's there's lines that very much parody the, so what did you want to grow up, be when you grew up, line from number six. See, I'm on the fence about four of them, actually. Well, I'll say three of them. Um, part one I love because, again, the twist in part one was so, it was Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah. And I saw when I was a little kid when I first started. Yeah. Which I probably shouldn't have started young age I did, yeah. but I started <laughs> anyways. But um, I never in a million years expect that to be the killer. You just naturally expect it to be a big, burly man. Right. And you see this little old lady coming up. I'm Mrs. Voorhees. I used to, you know, friends of the fault who they were and that kind of stuff. After you say it the first time. After you the first time. She becomes creepy when you see her the first yeah, time. Yeah, but she's still creepy to this day. Like, I still watched the movie just recently, and she's, yeah. she still gives me the shivers, man. <laughs> she was creepy as all hell in that movie. Yeah. Scared the living daylights out of me. Part two, I still love. Sports Parents of Jason. Yeah. I yeah. love part two. Um, and I love part six. Yeah. Um, the best Tommy, I thought, in part six. Oh, yeah. The best Jason in part six. Yep. Although, Kane Hodder was the best Jason. Unfortunately, he's in all the bad Jason movies. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. But uh, he's one that actually gave Jason the really... He spoke with Jason, even though he never really spoke. Yeah, he, he, he gave life to the I really appreciate lifeless it. character. He did. Um, part six, I really liked, especially the fact that they established the rules of Jason not killing the kids. Yep. He only he had a specific targets. That's what he wanted. Yeah, I remember right. Seven was where they got to. Uh, it was like the mutant thing. Yeah, yeah, that was. So it was Jason versus an X Man. Kind of yeah. That was, was kind of cool. I mean, it was all right. That was around the same time period as the Dream Warriors, I believe, for um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Probably was. Where you got you know those kind of parallels going on. Yeah, yeah it was neat. Well, okay. Dream Warriors is probably the best Freddy movie. I yeah, think. yeah. I think hands down is the yeah. best one. And the Dream, then the Dream Master, those two yeah. were really good. And so then you had number eight, which was Jason Takes Manhattan, which, which just should never have happened. Uh, Jason Goes to Hell was fun in its own way. Um, yeah, I would I would put it down there near the bottom, though, too. I, the thing is, Jason Goes to, um, Jason Goes to Hell was they finally established, okay, this guy keeps coming back. Yeah. The feds in the very beginning of the movie, the girl by herself, I remember taking a shot. I went watching the theaters, taking a shot, like, what is she doing? Yeah. You know, how do you not know this? But they didn't know it. They were waiting for him. Yeah. And they blew yeah. him up. And that was perfect. That that's, that opening was fantastic. Yeah. It did go downhill considerably after that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it had one of the best openings of any of those movies. Yeah. You're right. But again, the best, best opening and the, the Freddy glove coming out at the very end of the movie was great. Uh, yeah. And Freddy versus Jason, I still love. Yep. It wasn't a good story, but just a big part of my childhood was exploding on the screen. And it, just... It's like seeing King Kong and Godzilla fight. Oh, absolutely. The movie was terrible, but you wanted to see the two of them fight. You yeah. really didn't care about anything else. Yeah. Kind of like the very first Michael Bay Transformers. It was a bad movie, but you wanted to see giant robots. And who won that fight, in your opinion? Jason versus Freddy. Um, I'd probably go with Jason. I think Freddy won it. Because Freddy was beating the junk out of him. The kids had to get Freddy out of the... Yeah. So the kids helped Jason, in a yeah. way. Yeah, So they, Jason cheated. Not by default, but cheated. <laughs> and then takes Freddy, you know, cuts his head off, that kind of stuff, out of the water, holding his head. Yeah. But then Freddy winks at you. So he's still alive, which means back in the dream world, Jason's going to get destroyed. Could be. Except then he'll come back. But then he'll come back. That's the hard part with Jason. Yeah. Is he's going to well, always they, they come back. They both come back. They both yeah, always they come they back. Do. So. You couldn't really have a winner. Um, but And then Jason X, again, The it starts very similar to um, Goes to Hell, Modern Times, whatever, and they've captured Jason. 
but now they've captured him and we're going to study him and all the rest. And, of course, that never goes well. He escapes, starts killing everybody, and the very last moment is, you know, the our, our heroine throws the switch, cryo-freeze, and catches her and Jason in the cryo-freeze until, I don't remember how many hundreds of years in the future it was, whatever it was, um, two, three, four, five, six, seven hundred, I don't know, some large number of years when they wake them up. And, of course, they had to wake up Jason. They couldn't settle for just waking her up. I think it would have been a better ending if they sent them back to King Crystal Lake. Just, I don't know how they would have done it. But they did, at the end of it. Yeah. They made it to New Earth. And on the New Earth... I get to watch, I get to Jason, watch it again. Jason I crashes as a meteor around a lake. They never give it a name. But you have two couples, or not two, two people, a couple, out by the lake, making out, and they look up, and there's a shooting star. It's a meteor. We know it's Jason plummeting to Earth on the other side of the lake. Hey, look, there's a shooting star. Let's go check it out. And it all starts again. That was it, was, it was a way of doing a sci-fi one and being able to bring it right back to nah, it they, all happen again. They shouldn't I think they should let the movie out. I'm glad they rebooted after that, put it that way. I always assumed that that would be one of those imaginary future stories and they would come along and tell more stories from before that ever happened. That's what I assumed would happen. It probably was. I mean, that was Jason X take place when? Um, Jason X... Um, Camber. 2001? I mean, like, when did it take place, oh, in, like, lore-wise? Was it hundreds of years after? Hundreds of years after? Yeah, it, yeah. The, the, so, yeah, the I mean, unfreeze part was definitely hundreds of years later. So then they could do whatever they want to. All right, anytime. so last question on the Friday the 13th before we get into the question of the week stuff for you. Here. Yeah. They're working on number 13. Eventually. It's eventually going to happen, no matter what problems they run into. Let's put all that aside. Number 13 comes out. What should it be? A reboot? Uh, a what? What What should 13 be? It's got to be a reboot. Again, unfortunately, the original came out in 1980. Mm-hmm. I say get a new... I mean, they need a new Splashy movie. They do. Get a new fan... Because basically, we work in university. How many of these teenagers slash adults that go here have never seen a Friday the 13th movie? Yeah. Probably a lot of them, because again, it's past their time frame. Yeah, there's a lot who've never seen the first ones, or definitely it's right. been a long time and they make fun of them more. Right. Yeah, it's got to be a slasher element to it. Right. I mean, you can have some comedy, but again, her movies you have some comedy, so be a good horror Yeah, movie. you want that diehard level comedy. Yeah. Like like you had in Six, like you had in Jason X, that, that right. level comedy. Um, I think you need to expand the mythology. People have gotten so used to having bigger stories. Whether you're watching The Flash or Arrow TV shows, whether you're watching um, the Marvel Connected Universe movies or anything else, there's always something else going on. Logan, or not Logan, uh, Legion. We, we love the Legion TV series. And they hinted at a lot of stuff that had been going on in the mutant universe that we hadn't seen. They need to not have a whole series of movies that are connected, but they need to hint at there's a bigger, larger mythology around Jason than just Jason himself. Well, I totally agree with you. And if you wanted to have an opening... I as long as it'll beat you over the head with the story. Not, not too much. I'd be okay with this one little bit. You mentioned how you liked um, the reboot, how they did the Mrs. Voorhees thing. Yeah. If the first want, five minutes I like the reboot. If you wanted to have an opening couple of minutes like that, and we've never seen Mr. Voorhees. Let, let's cast a Mr. and Mrs. Voorhees, both. And have Kane Hodder play Mr. Voorhees. That would be fantastic. Just as a cameo. That would be great. And, and in the opening five minutes, do a montage or something that tells, you know, how Jason was born and why Mr. Voorhees is never around. Or, maybe part of the mythology is, maybe Mr. Voorhees is something else. Maybe he's... Whether it's mystical or a demon, demon. or a whatever. But they kind of established that he was a demon, right? Maybe. 
they, they don't ever come out right and say it, but if they did something like that, let Kane Hodder play that part and then disappear, it gives him the ability to come back later, you know, handing a hockey mask to his son, or, you know, any number of things you could do. That's probably too cheesy. But you know what I mean. They could they yeah. could build a mythology. Let the main movie be a Friday the 13th movie. Kane Hodder needs to be in it. That'd be Always great. Bodyville, Nightmare on the Street remake, no Robert England. Yeah. This yeah. should have a cameo. So hopefully number 13, they'll get it right. We'll I hope it comes out soon. And comes out soon. And comes out on a Friday the 13th. My favorite day of the year. Whenever it falls, there's usually multiples. I was born on a Friday the 13th. Wait, yeah. I love Friday the 13th. Um, so we'll see. Okay. So, as we end here, we want the B-Man question of the week for next time. And this is a question I feel foolish about asking, but it was heavily debated where my work just recently. Um, the How to Work guys came by. Right. Good show. You listened to them. Yeah. Um, and... Me, myself, and uh, you know Nick and Matt from Hard to Work, we totally agree on this one. And actually, from Brian, Humber Brian from Queen Operators as well, we, we agree on this one. But we have to ask it anyways because one of the guys stands by what he says. All right. Who would win in a fight, Chewbacca or Jason? I don't know why I'm asking this. I think it's an easy answer, but I'm going to leave it right there. We'll discuss it briefly next week and go on. From very that. briefly. Very, very, very briefly. I had to ask. I promised someone to ask it. I'd ask it to you. That really? That's the question that's of the, the week? Que- that, it's not my question. Jimmy Giamo, in case you're listening, thank you very much for the question of the week. <laughs> it's going to be talked about for like a minute. Chewbacca versus Jason. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, not I, Jason Momoa, Aquaman. We're talking... We're talking Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Yes, I feel foolish asking this question. I apologize for our listeners. His name is Jimmy Giamo. You can message him. I don't know. All right. Well, that'll be an interesting question for us to ponder very shortly next time. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I'm not even sure what to do with that one. Well, right. we need to think about it now. Here we go. So, for John Paul. Be man. We are out of here. <laughs>